Hey yo, what's up people? It's your boy Tom, and I know it's been a while since we had a Tom Talks podcast episode, but honestly, I just haven't been really that motivated to make an episode lately, and uh, now I kind of want to do, so fuck it, this is what we're going to do. I guess we're just going to upload whenever I feel like. It is hot as fuck today, so I need all the water I can get. I was dying at work earlier today, so... Let's just get right into it. So I want to talk about E3 real quick. Uh, it seems like E3 is just getting worse and worse, like just becoming more forgettable by the fucking year. Although there are some good games coming out, like a lot of people are excited for this one, Elden Ring. Um, so yeah, it says January twenty first, twenty twenty two. But I know they're gonna be my kind of game. I hate the Dark Souls series, so I ain't trying to have fun. I'm not trying to get beat to death and call that fun. I'm not that much of a masochist. Um, Xbox and Bethesda had a great, had a really great show as Starfield announced their game next year in November. So I'm looking forward to that. Even though I'm not the biggest Bethesda fan in the world, like I'm not, a, I'm not like the biggest open world fan. Like uh, Skyrim was okay. Fallout Four, I thought, I thought they were just both just okay, but. Uh, I'm looking forward to see what they do with Starfield. I think it's like the first new project that they've done in a really long time. And I know you hear a pit and just real quick, I know you hear this pitch in the background. I don't know what to do about that. So we're just going to have to fucking deal with it somehow. Uh, I'll figure it out later. Um, so let's go back to E3. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 finally has the release window in a small trailer. I'm not going to play any of these only because. I don't want to get in trouble by these companies, so. So it says it's coming out sometime next year. I'm, I'm assuming it would come out probably late next year. By, like, holiday season. And Square Enix is making a Guardians of the Galaxy game, which I find interesting. I hope they learned their lesson from the Avengers. It seems like they have, because they are not doing the, uh, not MMO, what is it? Loot and shoot style? Because the problem, my issue with the Avengers is it, they try to make it like a single player game and they also try to make it a uh, like a looter shooter, like kind of like uh, Borderlands, but the two just didn't work for me. So, I mean, I didn't even play the game at all, but as soon as I heard that they were trying to do that, I wasn't going to buy it whatsoever. So, looks like they learned their lesson. This is just a single player adventure game, action adventure. And for some reason, Ubisoft is making an Avatar game. Like, I think Disney's coming out with a new Avatar movie. I think, is it next year? I don't remember. Yeah, it says it's coming out uh, 2022, but I'm not sure um, when the game... I'm not sure when the movies are coming out, but... I thought it was... Oh, I thought it was over... Looking back now, I haven't seen it lately, but looking back now, it seems to be very overrated. I don't know, it's just... I just, I'm surprised they did this. I don't really give a shit about Avatar like that. So, uh, and then finally, yeah, and Smash Bros. released their second to last DLC character. It's Kuyuza? Yeah, Tekken's Kazuya was revealed as a penul penultimate DLC character. So that's just kind of what it is. It's just they fucking, and that's how, unfortunately, that's how Ultimate is right now. It's just... They just release new DLC characters, and I go play them for a few minutes and get bored quickly. So hope, hope I'm hoping with the last character. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna do with the last character. It's interesting, but 
Halo Infinite, they finally have a release date, holiday window, this year. I don't know if they're, I think there's for the series, I don't know if it's for all Microsoft products, like Xbox, both the One and the uh, Series X, or is it just Series X and PC? But either way, I'm looking forward to getting back into playing Halo. I feel like it's been so long. It's been so long since Halo 5 came out. 5 came out in 2015. It's been six long fucking years, dude. And honestly, I did not like Five story. Because I didn't read the books. I didn't read the... Like, I didn't read their, like, the... They had, like, their own little TV series or whatever. And you didn't get to play most of the time as Master Chief. I think you only played, like, three missions as Master Chief. I don't remember. But, um... Uh, probably Mario and Rabbids again, a sequel game. I never played the first game, but I heard, I heard the first game was pretty fun. So, I'm good for them. Uh, that's really all. I don't have much to say about that, but just good for them. Uh, Dishonored, Death's Vampire Shooter Redfall is revealed as an Xbox and PC exclusive. I saw, I saw that trailer, and, uh, it looked, it looked pretty cool, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, like, that into vampires. I think, if, I think they're cool, but, like, I'm just not into them like that. But, uh, yeah, so let's see. Borderlands spinoff Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I don't know anything about this, so let's see. Let's just see this real quick. Tiny Tina's Borderlands is a Borderlands spinoff set in an unpredictable fantasy world. Set after the Borderlands 2 DLC, Assault on Dragon Keep. Wonderlands is a four-player co-op game with a world that constantly changes to fit the bunkers and badasses. Narrative spun by Tina. Ashley Burch returns to voice the fan favorite Tina alongside all-star supporting cast including Will Arnett, Andy Samberg, and Wanda Sykes. I will have to check this trailer out later. I'm not. I've. I've only. I stopped a little bit after the first game. I'm only on like. I think I'm playing like not even middle of the way through the first game, like the remastered edition. I want to get back into it because I want to play two, and I want to eventually want to play three, and the uh, what's it called the pre sequel whatever the hell. So I w I want to get back into Borderlands. I just don't have the fucking time or energy anymore. I'm always fucking tired. And speaking of. Being, and speaking of series I've been wanting to get into, Forza Horizon. I've played the first game a little bit. I I haven't really played the other games. I want this is. I'm not the biggest racing f game fan in the world, but I do enjoy. I love Need for Speed back in the day when I was younger. Especially Underground and Underground Two. Those two were my fucking jam. I played those all the time. And then, the next. Racing game I played was Hop Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Like Need for Speed was that racing franchise for a very long time until. Ah, sorry about that. Until like recently, like Need for Speed has hadn't put out a couple, haven't put out a great game in a long time. But they remastered Hot Pursuit. I've been playing the shit out of that lately, and uh, I'm I'm also trying to play. I want to try to play Heat. So get that there whenever. Get back to that whenever I. I feel like it. Um, Out of Worlds two announced. I honestly, this is shocking to me. I only played a little bit of the first Out of Worlds game, but I did like it. I liked what I saw from it, so I shouldn't. I'm somewhat surprised, but at the same time, I'm not. But I don't know. Just I guess I just didn't really see it coming. I didn't think they would have to do that. Rainbow Six. I don't give a fuck about Rainbow Six at all. 
Sea of Thieves, I didn't give a shit about whatsoever. And they should have they should have Captain Jack Sparrow in the in the beginning of the fucking game. Contraband looks like a Xbox open world game. I think it was like a looks like a zombie monster simulator type John. Flight Sim console release date and Top Gun expansion announced. That looks cool as fuck. So I'm looking forward to that. And Hades is a game I enjoyed very much. I played on the Switch. I loved Hades. Very tough to play, but had a fun time playing it. Um, finally coming to the other consoles, Xbox and PlayStation. It was a PC exclusive for a long time. PC and Switch exclusive. Excuse me, I was incorrect. Even better. So let's see. In addition to Hades, Microsoft revealed a number of big third-party games and indies that hit the Xbox Game Pass at launch. We got Atomic Heart, a Left 4 Dead spiritual successor back for blood, Somerville, a Plague Tale Requiem, and promising time loop game 12 minutes. Those looking for something to play right now can dive into Yakuza like a drag, which is added to the Game Pass during this show. I want to get back into Game Pass as soon as I get the series. Well, eventually, whenever I buy the Xbox Series X, which probably won't be either till the end of the year or early next year, I'm going to get the Game Pass and gonna just not buy games anymore. Just play whatever's on there. Actually, buy a few games like Far Cry Six, for example. That's a game I definitely plan on buying. I loved five. Four was okay. I loved three. I've never played two or one, but this DLC looks like to be one of the best DLCs ever. Playing as three of the last protagonists. Says it plans include three episodes out of each allow you to play as one of the series' infamous, infamous villains. Episodes will delve into the minds of Far Cry 3's Voss, Force, Penguin Men, and Five's Joseph Seed. Gameplay is inspired by the rogue by the rogue elite. Roguelite. I can't read that word. I think it's roguelite. I don't know. Roguelite genre. I don't know what that means. Babylon Falls PS5 version announced. New gameplay shown off. Platinum Games Balance Vault resurfaced at E3 2020 after two years of relative silence. It looks like it's coming from PS5, PS4, and PC. Uh, I don't really remember Babylon's Fall. But I'll have to check that out sometime. Diablo 2, don't give a shit about. Riders Republic. Uh, it's ex uh, Extreme Sports, okay. And then, uh, ooh, Rocksmith Plus subscription service. I did remember seeing something about that Rockstar, about Rocksmith. I don't know. I mean, I heard good things about it. I want to get, I kind of want to get back to playing a guitar again, but I don't know if I want to pay the money for that, for another guitar. So that's enough. That's all for about E3. Scotty Pimpin, I, Pimpin, Scotty Pippen made the news recently. Whoa, let's relax with that. Um. He called Phil Jackson a racist. And he called him a racist because apparently during the 1994 NBA Finals when Michael Jordan was not playing for the Bulls, he was playing baseball at the time, he, uh, let's see if I can actually find an article. I guess we'll call it, let's do news. other articles are there's usa today cbs sports i'll just do let's just do newsweek all right so yeah 
It's just that then head coach Phil Jackson was a racist, specifically hiding a last second shot made in the 1994 playoffs. I don't know why he's doing this like rampage type. I guess I don't know how to explain. He's just he seems very salty about what the f hold on. All right, that was fucking annoying. Didn't know me for that. Fuck that video. What? Hold on. Sorry about that. Can you not? Jesus, fuck. My God. Sorry about that. I did not mean for that to fucking play. So, yeah, anyway. Scotty Pippen, apparently he's having, he has a book coming out. He's very upset at Michael Jordan with The Last Dance. And he's now, in his next thing, he's calling fucking Phil Jackson a racist. Which I don't, I don't think he is. He seems to be like a good guy, but apparently he is racist because he, in the nineteen ninety four playoffs, he let Tony Kukoc get the last second game winning shot, and not Scottie Pippen. And now I want to kind of rant on this: that the word racist is just being thrown out everywhere. If you don't like someone because of a different opinion, they're racist. If you don't like a different color, they're racist. It's it's just, I don't know. It's just, everything is fucking racist in 2021, and I'm fucking tired of it. It's just so goddamn annoying. So, yeah, it's explained to you that, Dan, that he was on Dan Patrick's show, some of the Michael Arab Bulls dramatics that have been left simmering since the release of the last dance ESPN documentary last summer. We're talking about... They're talking about Jackson Pippen center on the 1994 playoff game between the Bulls and New York Knicks. Ultimately, Jackson set up the play was designed to give newly added Croatian player Tony Kukoc the last second game winning shot. This move 27 years ago promoted Pippen to refuse to return, refuse to return the game altogether. Speaking of Patrick on Monday morning, doubled down on the accusation that Jackson's handoff Kuka was a racial move and that Jackson was a racist. So I'm not going to play the video just because I don't know if I don't want to get copy, chance of copyright strike. But it says, it, the dialogue is, by saying it was a racial move, then you're calling Phil Jackson racist. Pippen says, I don't have a problem with that. Do you think Phil was? Oh, yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's just He seems very upset that he was never considered the man. He was always number two. He was always, he's always the Robin, never the Batman. And it's tough to be in that position. Because Michael Jordan is one of the, one, He's the greatest player in NBA history. I will stand by that statement. I know there's... I, I would say LeBron is the greatest athlete I've ever seen. It's athletic-wise. But Michael Jordan was is still the greatest. He's won 6-0 six, six in, in NBA titles. So, I just... I don't know. He's just, and then Robert... A couple of people. I saw one that uh, Reggie Miller defended Phil Jackson. Now Robert Horry, he played with them. So let's see what he... I haven't read this article yet, so let's see what he says. Let's see what the article says from the New York Post. Uh, Robert Horry has come to Phil Jackson's defense after Scotty Pippen accused former Bulls coach of being racist. I play for Phil. I don't think Phil's racist, he said Wednesday on Big Shot Bob Pod podcast. He said some stuff before that kind of... I had to check him on it. For me, I don't think he's racist. Horry, a seven-time NBA champion, played four seasons under Jackson from 1999 to 2003 before he joined the Spurs. 
50-year-old Horry elaborated the on the time he had to check Phil Jackson on huddle during a game. He was like, you need to sign off. You need to know the sign of your master's voice. And I looked at him and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't do that. I'm from the South. And he said, Jackson, according to Hoy, replied, I don't mean it like that. I don't mean it like that. Stop. I don't want to sign up for the, that. Hoy said, Jackson explained himself. But I was like, dude, that's too close. It's too close. And I knew what he I knew what he was trying to come across as saying. But here at, but because here in the arenas, you need to understand the person that's trying to lead you. And I understand. But there's a certain words that you, you can use. I was like, we're not close like that yet. And he says, I don't think he's racist. I really don't. All right. So at least there's, I know there are a couple people defending him. Robert Horry is one of them. And I know Richie Miller defended him. He said, oh, that's just, he basically just called it stupid. And I agree with that. So, and last but not least, and arguably, it, this news broke today. The biggest news is that Bill Cosby is now free from prison. He only served. He he's been serving a three to ten year sentence outside of Philadelphia, and he only served two. So this is from the New York Times. Uh, Bill Cosby was released from prison Wednesday after Pennsylvania, my home state, Supreme Court overturned his 2018 conviction for sexual assault, a dramatic reversal in one of the first high profile criminal trials of the Me Too era. Of course, this should seem like the end, likely to end the Pennsylvania case. Legal expert says. And while more than 50 women across the nation have accused Mr. Cosby of sexual assault and misconduct, statutes of limitations in their cases makes further prosecutions unlikely. Mr. Cosby has served three... Oh, three? I thought he only served like two and a half. Oh, I guess he got served in 2018, so I guess it is three. So yeah, three, three years of the three to ten year sentence in a maximum security prison outside Philadelphia when the court ruled that a non-prosecution agreement with a previous prosecutor meant that Mr. Cosby should not have been charged in, in the case. That's nuts. Like I, I, that's just to me that blows my mind that they could just that people with that much power can just do that. Just, but yeah, anyway, let's just keep moving. Uh, eighty-three returned to his home in suburban Philadelphia, looking frail. He looks like he won. <clears throat> Excuse me. The court's decision overturned the first major criminal conviction of the Me Too era, which came soon after allegations of sexual assault have been made against the powerful Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein. The accusations and eventual conviction of Mr. Cosby stunned the nation, painting a disturbing portrait suggesting that a man who had brightened America's living rooms as a beloved father figure had been a sexual predator. The case against him had been began with the arrest of 2015 on charges that he drugged and sexually assaulted a woman at his home in Philadelphia suburbs 11 years ago, April 2018, jury convicted Mr. Cosby of three counts of aggravated indecent assault against Andrea Constant, to whom Mr. Cosby had been a mentor and who was, at the time, a Temple University employee. Yeah, I remember that shit was like, I remember watching, I was like, yo, I just, I don't know. This whole thing is, I'm, I'm not trying to discredit women in any way, shape, or form, but it just seems shady that fucking, like, as soon as one speaks up and then, like, there's a whole bunch of other women speak up. I mean, I understand, like, look at this case now. I understand why, because they could easily turn on you like that. But still, just as soon as one pops up, then another one and another one, and eventually came up to 50. Ugh. <sighs> 
So at first she's praised she praised the guilty verdict, saying the truth prevails. A notice of sexual press everywhere, but Mr. Cosby's lawyers, who said at the time the allegations against Mr. Weinstein will make it difficult for them to re receive a fair trial, later suggested in appeal that the outcome had been influenced by what she described as a period of public panic. I don't know about that. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see if anything important. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So this is just their that's their statement afterwards. In their 79-page opinion, the judge wrote that a previous prosecutor statement that Mr. Cosby would not face charges, which paved the way to, for Mr. Cosby to testify in a civil trial, meant that he should not have been charged in, in the case. It was a 6-1 to one ruling, with two judges of the majority dissenting on the remedy, which barred a retrial. So, that's just crazy. That, In my opinion, that just I don't know how they... That's just power privilege. That's money privilege. Power privilege, celebrity privilege, that you could agree to, like that you could agree to testify, to I guess I don't forget I don't remember I don't know the legal term is it fucking the prosecutor saying yeah just agree to something like that and then basically guarantee no jail time, so it said the case began oh five investigate was investigating the case. Former DA Montgomery County said he had given Mr. Cosby assurance that he would not be charged in the case. The former the, the former DA, Bruce L. Cassidy, announced in a news release at the time that after an investigation, he had found insufficient as evidence. He later testified that he had given Mr. Cosby the assurance to encourage him to testify in a subsequent civil case brought by Ms. Constant. A civil suit she filed against Mr. Cosby was settled. In 2006, for 3.38 million dollars, in the test, in that testimony, Mr. Cosby acknowledged giving Quaaludes to a woman he was pursuing for sex. Evidence that played a key part in the trial after Mr. Cosby's successors reopened the case and charged Mr. Cosby in December 2015. That's just date. That was just days before the 12-year statute limitations expired in the case, and it came amid a number of new allegations from women who brought similar accusations of drug and sexual assault against Mr. Cosby. So basically what I'm what I got from this is what they're saying is the previous DA basically guaranteed him that he wouldn't be charged for like jail time, I guess. He he'd be promised no jail time and he said you had to make your statements in the civil case and which she did and she got her money, she won that case, got her money. And it seems like the next DA, he said, uh, no, we're reopening this, and we're going to send your ass to jail. In light of these circumstances, a subsequent division decision by successor DAs to prosecute Cosby violated Cosby's due process rights. Picture herself raised fists in the air on Twitter, saying, I've never changed my stance nor my story. I've always maintained my innocence. But this year, started as a lawyer, Donald Trump's second impeachment trial, so the ruling, uh, Let's see if there's anything else. But yeah, honestly, this whole thing was fucking crazy. Just, I'm shocked that this was even able to happen. Like, just off of a technicality. Like, he still raped these women. And he still got off because of a technicality. This is, just, I don't know. I feel like just something needs to change. Like, like I said before, there is a fucking... There's money privilege, there's power privilege, and there's celebrity privilege. I, I think they're all three in the same 
all all you can say all three of them are like the same exact fucking thing but still i just that shit needs to stop and i guess that's why that's really like the main reason why women don't come forward whatsoever and now it seems like there's just more afraid to come forward which is awful i just i i pray for the i pray for the uh sexual assault victims tonight today and tonight so hopefully in the future that you'll be able to able to come forward with this type of thing and uh i'm, I'm